Welcome to the Web3 Writers Hour, the place where blockchain and writing intersect with writers and readers. The Web3 Writers Hour is brought to you by Vagabond Magazine and published on Apple Podcasts through the Substack app. You can find all the episodes on Apple Podcasts or at vagabond.substack.com. Our theme music is composed by the amazingly talented Paolo Argento and brought to us courtesy of Pixabay. You can find the link in the show notes. <laughs> well, yes, I think we've got it figured, figured out. But I think my mic has gone funny gone again, but we'll, we'll just go with it. Uh, good morning. This is the Web3 Writers Hour. This is, uh, first, we actually went through and tried to solve all our mic issues. Uh, joined by co-host Edward Carpenter, Cryptoversal Books. E.R. Donaldson is here, and Adoro is here. We've got uh, myself, who's uh, C.D. Domitio here. And today we're going to be talking about T2 and the Friends Who Write competition, as well as other stuff. So, Edward, I'm going to hand it to you to begin. Okay, well, I'm going to skip right past um, the Friends That Write and maybe circle back to it. Uh, because I'll be honest, I have not yet started writing. I thought the deadline was the 5th. It looked like it was the 10th for the first um, submissions. So I'll be working on mine um, as I travel in the next few days. Uh, but I was doing a, a... been kind of a little bit out of it because my brother-in-law passed away. And so I went to uh, help my sister, you know, kind of, you know, pack, do some packing and some uh, kind of sorting through you know, his things and... Um, good old memorial but uh so i've been a little out of the web3 world but i popped back into my discord and uh one of the things i had noticed was um that uh the lit group which i've I've long recommended as just a good place for creatives in general but also uh, specifically every all of us in the literary nft space um as being a place that's not book specific but it's just very supportive uh they have uh, some couple of interesting things going on one is uh, collaboration with Hug XYZ, and another is uh, so Time Magazine has, in terms of being one of the traditionally published, um, you know, big names in, you know, the at least long form sort of essay news world, uh, they've had this Time Pieces um, NFT you know project Discord space, and they're actually starting to solicit. Um, input like they're they're basically asking for uh very specific things just like you know an editorial house would put out a call for submissions um so i just noticed that and so i was going to say if you're not already in lit um this is a great time and if you need to get into lit you need one um lit token which i'll be happy to send you a few of if anybody wants this just send me a dm um and then that is kind of what gets you into their discord and all that stuff's posted I've not dug into it, but I'm going to try to look at what they're actually asking for. But just the fact that there's a, a couple of places, or if you're in the timepieces Discord already, which I think some of us are, um, I'm sure it's posted in there as well. So just a couple of really interesting opportunities uh, that are sort of, you know, uh, they, they go across things because I think that they're asking for visual art and some other stuff as well. Obviously, Hug XYZ is, is not a writing-specific organization either, um, but... You know, one of the big things I think that we've talked about in the past is, you know, how do you kind of get your stuff out there? And to be a part of organizations that are active, um, which I think HUG is in some ways more than, you know, LIT itself right now, Time Pieces has always seemed to be a very active community to me. 
um, this might be a great opportunity for some fellow writers. So with that, I'm going to uh, pass the mic back and see if any of my fellow uh, Web3 writing friends have actually done any uh, writing for the T2 World project. Hey, before we jump on that, jump on that. what I'd love to hear more about hear is more what the Time Pieces community is about. Because I have the Deepak Chopra book and the Vitalik Buterin Time Magazine covered. Does that give me a chance to join the Time Pieces community? I think so. If I recall, uh, I'm trying. I think I was in their Discord before I actually owned a timepiece, but I ended up with the Vitalik cover as well. Um, so if you have that, so I think that I think their Discord is open. I will post a link to that. Um, I'll put it um, in our nest, basically. Uh, but if so, I think that you can get into the Discord without holding a timepiece item. Um, but if you do have one, then you can verify in, and I think they use Collabland, um, but that will then open up like some, some more gated spaces in there. But I think it's a pretty open community. Uh, it, but again, I've, I've been out of the Discord for a little bit, so and things do change quickly, um, but that's my understanding. But I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll grab an invite link and throw that up. Super, and I guess we should say hi to our, our friend Cryptoversal Books, who's here. Also, nice to see you. You had the COVID hey, shot recently, right? Oh yeah, that just uh, completely knocked me out. It, it was. It's been a while since I've had one, but uh, I've been feeling overdue for getting uh, all up to date on uh, defense against all the new variants, and uh, I'm feeling much better today. And uh, recommend that for for anyone who's uh, on the vaccine bandwagon. Um, I, I I feel I feel like that's part of a good health regimen. Yeah, I yeah. just got that as well. My wife and I both. And this for me, this was I don't usually have any reaction to vaccines in general or the COVID in particular. And this was probably the easiest sailing. I think my shoulder was a bit sore, but I had, you know, none of the headache, none of the stomach stuff, not even some of the tiredness that I think some people sometimes have for a couple of days. Um, and that was with the triple dose of flu, COVID, and because I'm now an officially old man, a shingle shot. Definitely all worthwhile jabs to get um yeah i got the got the shingles uh within the year and uh i'm feeling i'm feeling like uh, i have a layer of protection against uh the upcoming illness season um although probably not a hundred percent yeah well it's really interesting so this this memorial event you know obviously you know 40 or 50 people and you know my niece and uh my nephew-in-law i guess had flown in from amsterdam uh, and again, vaccinated, you know, the whole nine yards, but they actually got COVID probably on the plane, I guess, and, and weren't able to actually be present. Um, but it's, it was kind of an interesting reminder. I feel like if you haven't been around somebody who actually has it, it's easy to forget that it's out there. Um, and that even if you've got the shots, uh, all it means is maybe you'll have a, an easier, easier trip. But then I, there's some people like my older brother who have gone the whole time, never gotten it, um, yeah, it's weird. I, I certainly don't want to derail everything into uh, vaccines here, but uh, glad that you recovered from the shot, Cryptoversal. What's new with you in the Web3 world? I've been taking it kind of easy uh, for the past week or two, but I, I, I'm working mainly on the American Justice Project, putting uh, legal filings and documents related to timely cases of the day uh, up onto um, a collection 
uh, the latest uh, verdicts that came out with SBF, uh, those those indictments and superseding indictments are going up. Um, the various cases against Donald Trump, uh, cases against uh, just there's there's whatever's in the news. Uh, if anyone has any suggestions for uh, the 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 indictment documents, if you read through them, they're full of information and, and background information and basically. Uh, the case that the government feels like it can bring against a person um, who is presumed innocent until until proven guilty in a, in a, in a court, um, but it's it's always interesting to to get to get the just the factual statement um, of what you know be aware of, of of what the what the facts are beyond um, anything that that that's blown up and in, in the media and and anything else and misinformation that's out there. Um, and you know, we just we just have to see. Does you know, can the government make its case? Are there defenses against what's going on? Um, some of the legal wrangling is is interesting and, and maybe uh, tokenizable. If if you know, there's there's some some really interesting developments that happen in any of these cases. Um, and just overall, having this collection will uh, provide a decentralized place for for people to have access to the information. Um, Make make it make a collection of it if they like to, um, and and just just be able to to reference this this really important information um, that's part of our society. And then also, I'm working on Project Twelve, which is um, an adventure story um, game dungeon sort of thing, um, and I'm just expanding it and and having a lot of fun with that as well. So. Um, that's that's my two big projects that I'm going and I'm, I'm doing at the moment. I was going to say thank you for the drops. I got the project 12 drops and they are super cool. Also, I'm a big fan of the cryptoversal book School of Law. I can't wait to see this project. I intend to be one of the first students in your academy, sir. Um, I saw E.R. Donaldson's hand go up. Let's see what he has yeah. to say. Yeah, I just wanted to comment on the the law project and preserving those notes on the blockchain because uh, it's really interesting when you see a lot of the speculation around uh, particularly the Trump legal proceedings and then what happens if he's reelected and uh, revisionist history. So um, really uh, kind of interested to see, you know, what happens there, you know, not just for fate of democracy and all that, but, uh, you know, an application for Web3, I didn't really think about. Thanks for sharing that. And Definitely, there you uh, have it. Yeah, resisting censorship. Um, it, 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 scary to think that it, that it might someday become necessary to keep these documents from disappearing or being disappeared. Um, but yeah, hopeful that it never comes to that. There you have it. The web three writers hour and sorry for cutting you off there. Cryptoversal. I didn't mean to step on you just a second ago. Uh, but the web three writers hour is immersed in the zeitgeist of the present day. We've got COVID vaccines. We've got the Trump trial. We've got SBF and we've got so much more, but we also have web three writing in the house and um, a lot of us are on the web three writers union which is the t2 team that we've set up and i think maybe there's some other teams here as well um we are all one team but uh how you guys doing with the t2 stuff just feel free to jump in oh man i am uh yeah i haven't spoken yet what's up this is tito and daniel uh joining you today for web three writers hour 
So what's up, everybody? Um, I am really, really loving the, uh, the the riding competition. I I wrote a piece last week, and, and it's gotten a bit of uh, feedback from my network. And so so this week I've called an audible, broken my plan, and written something that's uh, that's related to, to the first thing that I wrote to, to put out for, the, for the, the second deadline for the competition here. How's everybody else doing? If I could just jump in real quick, you know, for those of us who who either aren't aren't familiar or may have missed out, uh, going to a brief overview. What 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 is this competition that y'all speak of? I think I saw some uh, notes on it, and I uh, uh, may have missed my opportunity. But for the general audience out there, give us a quick overview. Okay, so T two is a decentralized platform, kind of like Medium, but uh, working in a decentralized way. And once you. Uh, you was the one who came and introduced us to it here. And they have a con- competition uh, called Friends Who Write. Not Friends That Write, because FTW has a very different meaning than FWW. Um, but the contest is pretty cool. It allows you to form teams. You can then form the teams and you win a prize as a team. And one of the things that she said that got us all involved was she said you can win like this, you know, travel for the team and we were like oh how cool would that be to all be able to travel together and like go take a trip together so we immediately maxed out our six person team with people that were here in the web3 writers hour we, we call ourselves the web3 writers union and the idea is that once a week every team member needs to post a uh, a piece of writing and we need to get Riona Morgan here. She knows a little bit more about it or wants you. I'm going to go in and invite them both. In the meantime, maybe Odd Writings or Dylan or Edward or Cryptoversal Books can jump in and tell us a little bit more about the contest while I do that. Sure. Uh, so, so what I'll say is that, that this is a contest that T2 is doing to promote their platform as they launch uh, the next phase. I, I believe they're in alpha now. Um, so, so the platform is now public. And what, what this means is that if you are a T2 uh aficionado already and you're already um on the platform you can write and anybody in the world can come and read what you write um but users can also sign up for an account and so what happens is that there's this quantification mechanism uh where you are able to earn uh what they call time points and and the reader is also able to earn time points as they read uh your story so I'm, I'm not actually all that sure how that relates to the, the writing competition. I don't, I don't know if we're trying to go for the most time points or not. Um, but I do believe that, uh, you know, the, the competition is, you know, basically a, a publicity type of, uh, type of thing. And, and I think it's working beautifully. I, I think the T2 platform is launching and people are becoming aware of it. Um, and it's, it's just so much fun to see. Yeah, there's, um, uh, this is, this is odd writings, uh, George, um, uh, there, there's basically four deadlines, uh, and uh, it, it's, it's lasts about a month. It started at the beginning of November, and the first deadline is this Friday. So as long as everyone in the in, in your team uh, submits or, or makes a post, uh, makes a submission, um, uh, one you know everyone in the, everyone on the team has to make a submission before the deadline uh, in order to gain sort of extra points, some sort of consistency thing. I don't know the specifics on that. Uh, but at the end of the at the end of the month, uh, that's when they decide who the uh, who the winning the winning team team is. I think there's only one winning team, and uh, I got to get off my butt and, and write mine. <laughs> I still haven't I haven't started it yet. But the, the first deadline is this Friday, and thereafter they're about a week a week apart. And there's Rihanna. Very cool, George. Hey, um, just to to ask, um, what, what are you planning on writing about? I, I haven't heard yet. 
Well, um, what I'm going to do is, is there was another post that T2 had about, they have these things called territories and they've predefined various territories. And they mentioned in one of their posts that uh, if you want to suggest a territory, uh, you know, then make a post of a, in a certain format describing why you think that would be a, a good territory to have and, and basically, you know, outline it and give an, an example of an article that would belong in that territory. And so um, I'm going to use that because I have this idea about a poetry territory, but but only for published poems with published being a specific uh, title. Um, I mean, a specific meaning, a specific meaning to it. Uh, so, and because I'm thinking that if I if I if we restrict it, if I restrict it to that, as opposed to just free form anybody write any poem they want, there's certain advantages that you can later use, and and I, and I plan to explain that in the article. That's at least one article I'm going to write. As for the other three, I don't know, uh, but I'll think of something. Hey, and I do want to jump in and say I posted the uh, the link to the contest up in the nest, and there's still time, ER. So, like, let's say that you and Adoro. Uh, maybe authored style that you guys want to get in there and like form a team. Uh, you guys, you guys could be the Web three writers union too if you wanted to, um, or the Web three. We could, you could be like Web three writers uh, city versus Web three writers union, something like that. I don't know. We could go head to head. Um, I'm thinking in football terms there. Riona Morgan, how are you? Hello, everyone. I'm so sorry. I'm so late. Ah, I'm so excited to be here. I, I'm late. I have, you know, in my I IRL job, I'm a lawyer and you can't just tell the judge, hey, I got to go. <laughs> I need to go um, talk to my um, other, uh, my other people here in my other profession. My other colleagues are waiting for me. <laughs> Um, so, but I am, I am wrapped up with all of that and I'm so excited to talk about the T2 world, um, experience now. So are we all jumping in talking about what we're writing and all of that? Is that where we are? Yes, we are. But I want to piggyback off your story because we may have folks here who wanted to come to the DFIL dialectic hour last Friday. And I am so sorry if that pertains to you because, the same thing that Rihanna just described happened to me last Friday. I was meeting with neuroscience professors at Texas Tech University, and they just wanted to talk and talk and talk. And I was like, I need to go, but I, I, I didn't do it. So I just stayed and talked to them. And uh, I don't know. I'm really hopeful that I might attend that program next fall. So uh, cross your fingers for me. <laughs> hey, no worries. Adoro and I had a great time. We, uh, we truly enjoyed the moment. Uh, Nadoro, thank you for showing up for the Deepville Dialectic Hour that didn't happen last week. And uh, yeah, it was all good, man. So um, I thought you were going to say you were talking with a judge. No, nah, I don't talk to judges. Just kidding. Uh, if Dr. Louise ever hears this, what's up, Dr. Louise? You're my favorite judge. All right. Well, I'm going to take this moment to jump in and talk about what... Um, what it is that I'm writing for T2. Uh, I, like Edward, made the mistake of thinking that the first deadline was last Friday, so I rushed and, and got it done. But luckily for me, it wasn't too terribly hard because I'm also writing a new book for NaNoWriMo this month, National Novel Writers Month in November. It's not a Web3 writing platform, but, but kind of in terms of like mentality it is. So the idea of NaNoWriMo is you write a novel in 30 days from start to finish in the month of November, setting yourself goals each day. And I'm writing a, a book called I Watch, where a watch is an, the inanimate uh, narrator, essentially. But 
he's uh he's inanimate but has his own consciousness and personality and is sort of describing things so what i've been doing for t2 is i've been writing author notes as i finish each day's writing about what was difficult about the the part that i wrote what was challenging what worked and i'm hoping that maybe that will help someone else i've done nanowrimo quite a few times in the past um with you know i think some pretty good results I really enjoy the process. And so I figured this was a good way to maybe inspire someone else to jump in and do NaNoWriMo next year, or or who knows, maybe find someone who's interested in, in the story that I'm writing this year. So that's what I'm doing. So I guess that's a good time for me to, to jump in and say, I think that one of the commonalities between NaNoWriMo, which I have um, attempted a couple of times in the past, uh, results may vary, um, but is that it, and that's similar to the T2 World uh, Writing Challenge that we're doing, is that it gives you kind of a framework and a um, sort of an external motivational structure to say uh, you need to sit down and write something. And in this case, and I think that this form is actually really great because um, it's one thing if, if you've committed to something, you know, between a bunch of your friends, but once you put it out in public, what you're going to do, um, then I think that it just makes you a little more likely to carry through. Uh, and for me, there was a lot of, you know, I figured that my contribution would end up being um, just some essays. And the first essay that occurred I needed to write was one about um, why I'm calling this November, November, with a capital N-O at the beginning, um, which is I tend to be one of those people who says yes to a lot of things. And this this writing contest with uh, you know some of my best Web three friends is actually one of those things that I said yes to almost automatically, uh, and then it occurred to me like, hey, wait a minute, you know you're on deadline for a real world book, um, you're doing unplanned travel for family emergencies, uh, it, the holiday season is coming up, um, you've got a lot of work in progress that you have not done, um, why are you saying yes? to something that you don't have to. It's maybe a nice to have, not a need to have. And it occurred to me that there's a lot of things that I'm currently saying yes to. And, and saying yes can be as simple as like, I've got a subscription to you know a, a multiplayer online game that I haven't probably played in four or five years. And I'm sure I've got like a Pandora subscription I don't use. I'm saying yes with my pocketbook to a lot of things. Um, but time is really limited, attention's really limited. You know, when I said, you know, I scrolled through my Discord there's like three or four discords that I've been recommending ever since I got into Web3, but there's also like 30 or 40 discords that I'm signed up into that are just kind of like, you know, some of those groups don't even exist. They aren't even active anymore. Like, so I'm going to try and really, my essay will be about, you know, both the difficulties of saying no, especially, you know, in kind of this yes positive world. You know, Jim Carrey had that, you know, movie about being a yes man, just saying yes to everything that comes your way. And yep, there may be a time and place for that. But I think for many of us, there's probably a time and place to say no to a lot of stuff. And so that's what I'll be writing about this first week. Yeah, and I'll just add, uh, as, as, you, as you all can tell from, from the, the different things that we're writing, even though we're a group, uh, uh, even though you're in, in a writing group for the T2 thing, you don't have to actually collaborate. It's not, it's not that you have like, you know, everyone writes a section of one particular document. You can write separate things. The idea of being in the group is simply to provide support to keep each other going. Which is also not to say that you couldn't, if you had, you know, if that was your thing, like to do some kind of like shared shared world, um, that that, and I'm sure we'll see some teams that, that do something like that. I'm actually very excited to see what, what other teams may come up with. And also just to see like how our 
individually created material gets kind of brought together and presented. Um, and also it'll be, it's a forcing function for me. Like this is one of the reasons that I didn't, you know, you know, besides the fact that I already said yes, that I'm excited about exploring this is I think uh, George mentioned the concept of territories, um, which is an interesting way of framing, you know, almost genres, but maybe it's more than genre or different than genre. Um, you know, getting getting to see how T2 is uh, is presenting all that. So uh, I think this, this is something I'm very excited about doing the next month. Um, and it's a, it's a challenge I'm willing to accept. Well, I'm glad that you decided to say fuck yes to it, Edward. And by the way, that um, I want to throw out a, a recommendation for one of my favorite books that I've ever read. And it's called Fuck Yes. And it's by a fictional person named Wing F. Bing, the Reverend Wing F. Bing. And if you guys have not read it, it is brilliant. I haven't read it for a few years. I need to go back. Uh, essentially, it's just about, a, it's kind of like the Jim Carrey movie, but a little bit more, I guess, edgy, we could say. So Wing F. Bing, and the book is Fuck Yes. I highly recommend it. And I'm glad that you're saying fuck yes to this while you say fuck no to everything else, Edward. Yeah, I'll have to check out that book. I have heard of that concept. Um, I think it was uh, it was someone who was talking to Tim Ferriss. It was maybe Kevin Rose or maybe Kevin Kelly. I think it was one of the Kevins. But it's something should be either fuck yes or hell no. Like if you're just doing like everything that crosses your paths and you're not really enthusiastic about some of them, like if you can't say um, fuck yes to something, then you should probably be saying hell no. Um, but I suppose that may uh, that may end up informing some of the thousand words I write this week. Live hard, as they say. <laughs> we are awesome, you guys. This is such a fun fun week to be having this conversation. I'm really glad to be here, as always, talking with you. We're talking about T2. This is the Web3 Writers Hour. We've got a whole host of interesting people, writers uh, and readers here. And if you have a story you'd like to share, come on up. Raise your hand. We'll get you on the stage. Nadoro, we haven't heard from you today. How are you? Nadoro may be talking to a judge as we speak. I don't know. Um, <laughs> probably not. Riona, what are you writing for T2? Oh, hi. Yes. Okay. So I am putting together, I have a, I have a book coming out with Critokia um, pretty soon here. I don't know when exactly, but there are some things that I wanted to put together as sort of teasers for it. And the book is called For Little Nose, and it is a suspense murder mystery genre, in the suspense murder mystery genre. And so I'm writing journal entries of a murderer. And so I'm kind of connecting the future things that are going to be happening, but allowing them to be here as well. Like, a dual dual purpose and so yeah i'm i'm writing journal entries of a murderer so it's autobi autobiographical that's what you're saying <laughs> right nope <laughs> no i wrote uh i wrote some of them yesterday and they have turned it's turned i never know what a character is going to actually do like i've been planning this character for a long time and i was just amazed yesterday when I sat down to write out some things like some of the characteristics and some of the things that are fleshing out. I'm just like, whoa, this guy is really freaky. So it's been really fun. It's been really fun. 
See, I love that. I love that's one of the things that I love about NaNoWriMo is it like gives me the, the opportunity to write by the seat of my pants. Yesterday, I was writing this sec because I'm, I'm using some family history in in iWatch. You know, I thought this is a way to go, which is a little bit problematic. I'll write about that in the in the T2 essays. But um, yesterday I was writing about my fourth great grandfather and fourth great grandmother and how they came to the United States. And what was really interesting was I never knew their marriage story. I still technically don't. But um, but yesterday I, uh, I I wrote it anyway, you know, and so this is sort of semi-fictional uh, biographical, you know, family history. But um, it was fun to see how dominant my fourth great grandmother was and how my fourth great grandfather was just given no chance whatsoever. He didn't even get to decide. At one point she told him, shut up. This is a family discussion and you're not part of the family yet. And he just had to sit there while she made the wedding plans. That sounds amazing. How exciting. I love NaNoWriMo and generally I'm really involved in it. But this year I thought I have too many other irons in the fire to, to commit to one more thing. So I'm sort of in Edward's camp there. I'm where I'm like, no, I have, I have these specific things that I'm doing and, and I'm really not going to be doing other things on top of it. So thanks. Excellent. Excellent. Hey, and I see that Edward's mic is on, but um, Edward, we don't hear you at all. So if you're speaking, we're not hearing you. So I just wanted to make sure that you knew that. I can, I can, I can hear him actually, but uh, very faintly, very faintly. Well, in that case, I'm sorry if I stepped on you, Edward. I, I didn't hear you. I noticed this reverb's gone. He might, uh, might still be having the issues we had earlier in the session. Okay, so he stepped down, and I think he'll be back in a second, and we'll see if we can get him on the stage. So what else are you guys seeing in the Web3 world right now? Is there anything uh, aside from, uh, you know, T2 or NaNoWriMo that you guys are, are checking out or seeing in terms of Web3 writing, Web3 reading? Well, uh, Blockbook is getting closer and closer to launching. Um, I, I had Andrew Knox reach out to me and uh, – and, and basically mention that there is technology in the pipeline there that they are interested in having me test. And I told them, fuck yes, I will help test this. And uh, so, so once I hear more and, and get some information in terms of, uh, you know, what it's going to look like and get kind of a sense for it, I will no doubt return here and report back to the group uh, what I find. Cool. Blockbook is such a great name. I'm really glad that they've rebranded to that because Quest of Evolution, while it's intriguing, it's it never quite said what it really was. Um, you sort of intuitively got it, but Blockbook is sort of, I mean, we've had these discussions a lot. What should we call a book on the blockchain? And Blockbook is pretty good. <laughs> it, it's also skeuomorphic in kind of a weird way. Like if you Google Blockbook, um, you will find uh, that Blockbook refers to a particular style of printing, which has been out of date since like these, 16th or 17th century um and then you can actually go get a, a block book I, I believe if you're um in the right museum well not that you should be taking things out of museums uh i'll stop talking now oh my god dylan i know why we're friends dude because you are such a nerd <laughs> yeah if you do take things out of museums you may end up meeting with the judge probably not on the terms you really want to uh, just a quick mic check. I think I dropped off when I was trying to post the uh, the Discord links for um, timepieces and lit, and I'm going to try and throw one up for hug XYZ as well. Um, hopefully, it will not drop me out from there. We got you loud and clear now, buddy. I'm, I'm still laughing. That was fantastic, Edward. Yeah, this is the Web3 writer slash humor slash legal advice slash 
Uh, no, we're not doctors. Our. Would I be the first doctor on the Web3 Riders Hour if I got my doctorate? I got my doctorate. That's what I do, and I beat you. Ooh, ER is a doctor. Dr. ER. I, I'm a doctor, too. I, I'm a oh, jurist. fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, doctor here, too. Yep. <laughs> I've got a doctorate from Abide University in pop cultural studies. That's true, by the way. Ah, yay. Oh, my God. So many doctors. <laughs> So many doctors. Yeah. <laughs> doctor, 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 doctor. Well, speaking of universities, that was one of the other things I saw on the um, lit Discord. There's an announcement. Has anybody heard of UETH? I have heard of UETH, and I think uh, I think actually I heard of it just when I read that that lit Discord announcement. So why don't you talk about it, Edward? Because I, I was thinking, oh, I heard of it. Where? Yeah, on that announcement. So that's again, that's one of the things that I need to dig into a little bit. But it looks like. You know, Vitalik's face is on it, but it's the D, if I'm reading this announcement, DE University of Ethereum. So is that Decentralized University of Ethereum or the German University of Ethereum? I'm not sure. Um, but again, it looks like there may be different chapters. Um, and again, apparently Lit has like an invitation to be one of the sort of, you know, early adopters. And the Lit admins have put out a you know, kind of a, a request for interest, and I, I put my hand up. That's one of the things that I will probably say fuck yes to if it's possible to be, you know, an early adopter of that. I will tell you that um, I signed up for Punk 6529's sort of distributed, um, you know, NFT education thing and didn't really get to engage as much as I wanted to. So I'm hoping this may be like this. This may be a second opportunity, but I also think this may be part of the future of education. So yet another reason why I'm kind of uh, encouraging people if um, if this is the sort of weird stuff that interests you. Again, Lit is that place that just seems to connect a lot of weird projects where I find out about things that I wouldn't otherwise have heard about. But yep, I still need to do the research. DYOR, results may vary. It could also be D as in like de-educate, um, as in uneducate. Um, or what, what was that, that process in the 90s people were talking about where you like unlearn the things that you were forced to learn? Deprogramming? Yeah, like that, like deprogramming. Well, let me tell you just a really just interesting kind of side note. I worked, I had a chance one time in my military career to work as kind of a junior um, faculty in a, a think tank that was convened for a, a six-month period. And there were um, about half of us were kind of, you know, junior officers, and the other half were very senior officers. And the senior officers had to show up three months before we did. And it was so they could be deprogrammed from thinking in their stand in, in this sort of corporate mindset of the military that they that had worked for them to think within the box and work within a particular box for decades. And they had to be deprogrammed by being exposed essentially to arts and literature and media. Like they had to do things like make your own make your own movie um, and go to art museums uh, so they could be so they could think creatively as sort of senior members of an organization. And many of us, you know, maybe senior, like, members of our profession, if we have a doctor, you know, we've been taught to think a certain way. But just that idea that um, some an organization would go to a great deal of trouble to deprogram the people that it wanted to think innovatively so they could think innovatively enough to think, you know, 10 or 20 years ahead. I found that to be really interesting. And it reminds me sometimes that I do need probably some deprogramming.
Dude, I'll jump in on that. Yeah, groupthink and doing the same old, same old is, is rampant in the corporate space. So um, really, really interesting, you know, and I, and I hadn't thought of potentially how uh, Web3 platforms could, could have a role in that. But I, I don't know. You know, we're, we're, we're going against the grain here. And maybe, as it, maybe just by its very nature, the space attracts people who are ready to uh, step away from the tried and true and um, look into something a little different and a little risky. Yeah, just another thing. Again, I've I've got to listen to a few podcasts that I did some long driving. Um, Tim Ferriss is one of my go-tos, and he had an interesting note that he was talking to somebody about the fact that in some ways he felt that he had been very fortunate just with timing in his career, that he had, you know, done Google AdWords when it was a new thing, and he had done um, blogging when it was a relatively new thing, and his podcast came out. Um, he was all, always an early adopter, and he didn't feel now that even if someone you know, had his vision and his content, um, and even maybe his book deal, that they would be nearly as successful if they were to start, say, today or yesterday, as he was having started, you know, a blog 10 years ago or a podcast five years ago. And it made me think, you know, okay, rather than trying to get into one of these existing spaces that's already overloaded, what is the next, you know, kind of communications thing? And it may be, and specifically for long form, because that's what both blogging and, and podcasts are. And he highlighted that a lot of the very current stuff is very short form. So like reels, even tweets, um, a lot of stuff is very focused on short form. Uh, but what the next good long form thing that you can be an early adopter, maybe it is Web3. I'm not sure, but I'm definitely going to be looking for what that is, as opposed to, you know, trying to do, you know, the Ed Carpenter podcast, for example. I think the Ed Car Carpenter podcast would be great. I'm, I'm very happy to just be a part of, um, and I still haven't listened to our recordings on, I think we're available on Spotify now, right, um, CD? Or where are we available? Uh, sound? Yeah, we're sound. On, we're on Apple Podcasts, and we're also on uh, Substack. And we might be on Spotify. I haven't checked, but uh, it might be that Substack is loading us on the Spotify too. Substack is pretty amazing. I love it. Yeah, I, I just feel if we're not pivoting hard into my space that we may be missing the boat, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I posted actually in the Vagabond Magazine Discord this morning, um, I posted an article that was from Wired Magazine, and it was talking about how um, millennials are unhappy with social media and how now this is going to rub I think a lot of you the wrong way sort of how it rubbed me the wrong way how millennials were the last generation to experience a non-digital world and to me I was just like hey wait a minute I think that was us Gen X not millennials that um, but the gradual erasing of Gen X as the older parts of our generation become boomers and the younger parts uh, become elder millennials is continuing and it's real but anyway this this article was really interesting and it was talking about how social media has essentially been ruined and is dead. And I think we can all probably agree to that on some level. Well, so that's really interesting. I'll go ahead, Cryptoversal. And then no, I'll, I was I'll just going to say, I, yes, I hate social media. I, yeah, it's dead. dead. It's dead to me. It's dead to me. Okay, go on, Edward. So, so I will say that I socially identify as an elder millennial. Um, and that said, you know, one of the, you know, my family is a really big family and we, I joke, but it's true. We come together for weddings and funerals. And I was hanging out around a bonfire with um, some of my younger cousins, uh, or maybe their niece, very hard to tell. 
But so these are these are kids who are 15 years old. Um, and I was excited to talk to them about like kind of what the new cool stuff was. And the new cool thing I discovered was the new uncool thing. Um, the next, the generation beneath them. So my youngest niece, who's like eight years old, she is apparently Gen Alpha. Um, and their criticism was that this is a generation that has grown up not just with screens, but specifically with social media. And these 14 and 15 year olds feel that this young generation is being scarred. Like they actually look down, like they said, they don't have a good worldview. They're very insular. Um, they're used to just clicking, you know, next, next, next on YouTube, because that's what they've done all that they're very concerned about their social status electronically versus their social credibility or even their monetary ability in the real world. And it was really interesting to hear people that I thought were the screens generation look at their younger brothers and sisters and saying, those people are the screens generation and it's ruining them. You know, I'll, I'll jump in on that because, you know, being, being an elder millennial as well, like I remember when Facebook was just for, for college students and the outrage when it went public and then when it became an ad machine, like, you know, I think one of the reasons that social media, you know, has this uh, deg deg degradation factor is just because of the way that it is mutated. And I think, too, that uh, the, the more that so some of these Web3 technologies develop, you can, we really need to learn the lesson there. You know, a lot of people have early on characterized Web3 NFTs as end-stage capitalism, but really it could actually be the antidote to some of the things that uh, we saw happen with Web2, where you became the commodity, you became the victim of the algorithm and you know very very interesting insight guys like um it, it's really interesting to see how how the younger generations are are viewing it because i look right now as a parent and i go yeah you know i don't want to re restrain my kids but i can't imagine a situation in which i'd be comfortable with them on the current social media environment today well as a parent of a 12 year old who um who technically she was born right on the cusp of generation alpha and uh, Generation Z, and she definitely identifies as Gen Z. And Edward, you're so right. They look down on Generation Alpha. They're they're like, oh, these kids. They don't they don't understand the world. They don't understand how it works. And um, it's a little bit of looking in the mirror there. And I suppose every generation has that this idea of maybe seeing ourselves reflected is the part that we don't like. But it's it's kind of crazy. Um, oh, so I, I just want to touch. Oh, sorry. That's okay. One one thing I wanted to throw in there was that the whole point of this article was that uh, first generation social media users no longer have anywhere to go. Like the what they use, so what we use social media for in the past twenty years, social media no longer works for. So that was the point of the article, and I, I thought that was pretty interesting. Go ahead, Dylan. No connection is just going to get terrible. I'm not hearing you, dude. Hey, buddy. <laughs> I heard that. I don't know what that was, though. Are you being I think, by I think, a dog? I think Dylan was walking on some dirt, a dirt road or something. <laughs> I swear I, I heard him getting licked by a dog. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll find out later. I greeted this dog that's been hanging out on my porch for the past few days. But I thought I was muted for that. Maybe we have a psychic connection, buddy. I don't know. That's pretty weird. Yeah, some kind of connection issue anyway. 
Okay, so it looks like Edward just declined to co-host. I'm not sure if that's another uh, another flub on Twitter. Uh, oh, by the way, I uh, again in the Vagabond Magazine Discord, I've dubbed Twitter since it's X Twitter. Now it's X I T T E R, which you can pronounce the X as an S H, and it makes it shitter. So here we are on shitter. I can't help but think that I'm having uh, connection issues and not hearing you guys because I'm not hearing anything. Thanks, Eli. I've I've basically just kind of run out of things to say. I'm trying to think of something to contribute to the uh, conversation, but uh, I don't know. I missed the first five minutes or so, and uh, you mentioned something about uh, hug, or 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 actually uh, Edward did. I, I I recently got onto hug. I've only been on there a couple months, or sorry, a couple weeks. And uh, I did notice that Edward was on there, so I was thinking of writing a nice review. Apparently, you get some extra points if you write a review. Uh, Cryptoversal Books has dropped out uh, down to the listener stage. Edward, we're not hearing you at the moment. Uh, looks like you've dropped down to listener stage. Uh, this concludes the Web3 Writer's Hour for all times. As Odd Writings has said, we've run out of things to talk about. So, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Here's Riona. So I can I can jump in a little bit. I, I know Edward was really wanting to talk a little bit about um, lit and timepieces as far as other places to join and other places to be involved in Web3. And I just wanted to say that, yes, if you haven't jumped into the timepieces Discord or if you haven't visited there, you definitely should. It is a great place to be. They are affiliated with Time Magazine. And um, I've been a member there since the beginning. I'm a Genesis piece holder and have been um, involved there for quite some time. They have a lot of artists and they have a lot of um, artistic people and they have an amazing community and so I'm, I'm always very hopeful um, thinking ahead about when they're going to look towards literary NFTs, poetry, uh, short stories, long form kinds of kinds of things or collaborations with artists and writers and kind of pulling all of that in. So I, I'm very excited about all the things that they have going on. Um, one of their most recent things is that they are periodically, they put together a newsletter of sorts where it lists different jobs in Web3. And so um, that's really sort of a, a, a very cool piece. I'll see if I can't find it and pin it in the nest, the most recent one that they shared. And um, then the Hug platform as well. It's a, it's a great place for artists to congregate and be together. I, I am, I'm on Hug. Um, I haven't gone in and done a lot of um, work on my profile, which I really need to do, but I, I just haven't. And But it seems amazing. They have so many different um, opportunities for artists and so many different opportunities to collaborate and show and showcase their work. And so it's just a lovely place. And so I'm, I'm always looking for ways where writers can become involved and writers can, can have a place. And then I did want to talk a little bit about the this new thing that is happening it was curated by sasha styles and i i am a poet but i don't share my poetry very often i always feel like it's kind of like laying my soul bare <laughs> for people it's such a it's such a uh, a piece um um edward you've got your hand up please yes jump in uh, maybe maybe i'll just finish my sentence here and and chat a little bit Please. about 
oh, um, the it's called New Society, and it it's fairly new in in the Web three world. Um, if you look at their Twitter followers, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean a thing. Um, but they've they have collaborated with so many different artists, writers, creators in the space, and they put together a five hundred page book and they invited different people to curate artists and poets to be part of it and um they have they've launched the book the book is on pre-order right now and they are actually getting together um november 23rd in paris for an exhibition and one of my poems is part of that and so i'm sort of blown away at all of the things that they are doing and and the amazing the amazing things that are happening and the curation was like a 24 hour turnaround. It was like, Oh, do you have this? Send it to me. And maybe it was a little bit longer, but I saw it when there was only about 24 hours left. And so it was just really, really sort of an amazing experience and has been an amazing experience. And so maybe I'll share that because this is just the first one. I really feel like that they're going to be doing lots of other things down the line. And so Timepieces is really great. Lit, of course, is really great. Um, doing the hug profile. Um, and and I, I have to sing our praises, Vagabond Magazine, and I have to sing uh, Paige Dow praises because we are all just working our tail off and we are, are just going great guns and there's so many amazing things happening. Um, it's just become some, sometimes it's so overwhelming and so exciting that I just can't, can't contain myself. And so I just feel like that we're in a lovely place and we're in a lovely time. And I really do, Edward, I think we're the next big thing right here with us. So yes, Edward, you jump in, go right ahead. Okay. I apologize. Um, it looks like, uh, thank goodness for CD having a strong connection. Every, every other co-host seemed to have dropped, um, but I wanted to see uh, Rihanna and George, do either of you, so I put the Discord links, the direct links for Lit and Timepieces. Um, I seem to recall, and Rihanna, like you, I have the hug profile. I need to go work on it. And odd, I didn't know we could do um, reviews, but I'll definitely do one for both of you guys. Uh, do you remember, is that one that we need to be actually invited into or can anyone join the Discord even? Because I think Coins here, I think Miriam, one of our fellow poets, had invited me. I think that's how I got into Hug. Um, I think you can get into it through Lit, perhaps. But do you recall if we can just give a Discord link or if people need to get some other invite from Hug itself? To answer that, on from my end, I was invited. So I'm not certain if it's still at the invite-only stage or if it's more than that but we we should definitely find that out yeah i was um uh i don't think actually <laughs> my memory's so bad i don't quite remember if i was invited or not however i do know that i had to i i, I wrote something and they had to actually curate it like they had to actually look it over and then then vote as to whether they would let me in or not so it's not like something you can just join you have to people have to actually they have a bunch of voters that'll that'll vote yeah, I seem to remember that being the case as well. So I guess I won't, especially since we have only two minutes left, I won't try to get their link up. But if you're interested in Hug, obviously, and you're listening to this, reach out via DM um, to me or maybe, uh, I don't know, Riona or George, if you're up for it. If it's something that really interests you, again, I think it's worth looking into. Um, and I'll try and get an invite if I have invites to give. 
And Edward, we started a couple of minutes late. So if nobody objects, I think we should go a couple minutes late. And I would love to hear Riona's poem, actually. I was hoping she was going to read it to us. I, I can if you want. It's not very long. I totally want that. I think we oh, all do. Gosh. Okay. Yeah. Let me let me grab it. So maybe somebody can do some filler filler while I'm pulling it up. Well, I'm going to just remind everybody that this is the Web3 Writers Hour. It's a conversation of writers in the place where blockchain and writing intersect and blockchain and reading intersect. We do this every week. We do it on Shitter, uh, Twitter, X, and we do it because that's an inclusive place where people can all gather. And it's where a lot of our writer friends are. We wouldn't mind doing it somewhere else, and we may do it somewhere else in the future. We also do a couple of other shows. Uh, we're working currently on the DPhil Dialectic Hour with T. Dylan Daniel, where you can share Web3 philosophy and a philosophy of consciousness. Uh, on Mondays, we do Vagabond Magazine Good Morning, VMGM, and that happens every Monday morning at 7 a.m. HST, where we talk about Web3 and life and cults and you name it. It's all kinds of different stuff, but we're basically a lifestyle publication looking at the decentralized lifestyle. That's what we're that's what we're focused on. And then one other thing that you can join is if you're interested in my weird religion uh, slant funny cult, uh, Baldism, you can join me on Sundays in the Baldism Discord for the Sunday sesh. That happens uh, at random times on Sundays, but we just talk about Baldism. Or maybe if it's just me, I just talk about try to explain some things, but it's also an AMA. Uh, Edward, I see your hand up. Let's hear from you, and then let's hear Riona's poem. Yeah, my last bit of filler was I noticed that we are all, uh, I think most of the speakers are NFT NYC 2023 alum. I have not yet put in a speaker application for the next time around. I'm just wondering if anybody else has already put in to be an individual speaker, a panelist. Um, is it, What do people think about that? Because uh, 2024 is rapidly approaching. I put in a Vagabond Magazine a panel, and it was rejected. They said it was a product uh, advertisement, a sponsorship kind of thing, and they wanted they wanted big bucks for it. So that was rejected. And actually, I, I think I'm not going to go to 2024 NFT NYC, but I might make some of the other events in different places. So I can jump back in also and say I would definitely want to attend NFT NYC 2024, but it's my middle daughter's 18th birthday right in the middle of that. And so I, I'm not, I don't want to miss it. <laughs> I don't want to miss her birthday. So, um, I, that's the number one reason I'm not going to go. And, um, but I, I will try to do maybe, maybe I'll look at LA. Maybe I'll look around and see if there's other things. I think there were a couple things on session eyes when I was looking through to see if there was some, there were a couple of things overseas that might be interesting. Um, so yeah, I don't know. We'll just see. I'll throw out there that I'm thinking of East Denver next year as a potential uh, conference to go to. Um, it would be really cool to go and, and see all my pizza dot friends and, uh, and throw a pizza party there. Um, I also think it might be possible that we could do something as paged out there. Um, but, but who knows, you know, uh, events at this point, you know, we're, we're still close enough, uh, to the end of the bear where, where, you know, it, it's just not going to be popping quite yet. I'm, I'm betting, uh, second half of 2024 slash first half of 2025 will be when the conference circuit really jumps again. 
Yeah, and um, actually seeing Ape Fest in Hong Kong and how everybody like had eye injuries and, and stomach injuries from the food or whatever doesn't make me want to go to a bunch of events right now. So maybe the bear market is not the time to go to uh, NFT events. We'll, we'll wait until things get popping again. All great information. And I'm ready to hear some poetry, Rihanna, if you're ready to read for us. I am. I am. The poem is entitled, I Didn't Know. You waved back and called, I love you, like you'd done a million times before. Your words drifted in the evening breeze. I laughed and cheered. My heart left with you as I watched until I could no longer see, just like I always did. I didn't know our last moment together would be the end. If I had, I would have lingered longer, holding you close, kissing your cheek. If I had, I would have repeated over and over, at least enough to last for a hundred years. I am so proud of you. I love you forever. If I had, I would have gazed for hours into your eyes so bright and beautiful, the ones I know as well as I know my own. I didn't know I would never hear your voice again. If I had, I would have run for one last hug, one last minute, one last whisper of us. If I had, I would have begged for another story, another dream to be shared, another smile, and another and another, infinitely. If I had, I would have never let you go, but I didn't know. Beautiful, Rihanna. Thank you. That's the power of poetry right there, saying what can't be said any other way. Thank you. <laughs> it always makes me cry. <laughs> so. Thank you for letting me share in such a safe place. And I love you all very much. Oh, we love you too. And you know, that is the best thing to come out of Web3 is these friendships and this love and the ability that we all have to know each other. And maybe we'll all get to take a big trip together because of T2 or maybe some other reason. Maybe we'll all meet up at East Denver or, or NFT Thailand or something. Um, or NFT Montana on Rihanna's ranch. Yes. <laughs> You've invited any time. <laughs> but that's why we do what we do, because it's love. And I want to say that we close out the Web3 Writers Hour with the idea of aloha. And aloha is it's aloha. It's the breath that we breathe. So ha is that breath. And when we breathe it out, others are breathing it in. And we all share this same breath. We all share this love. Aloha means hello. It means goodbye. But most importantly, it means love. It means I love you. So at the count of three, everyone who's on the stage, just open your mic. And let's close out with a heartfelt aloha. One, two, three. Aloha. 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 Alo